Welcome to We're Watching What? I'm Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and this week I'm joined by my friends Jackie and Matt, who are two of my friends who I've known for a pretty long time now. We've been through a bunch of nerd trial by fire moments together. We've gone to Comic-Cons and D23s. They're huge cinephiles. They have huge background knowledge on comics, especially. Very impressed. They know a lot more than I do in, in many of those arenas. And I asked them to introduce themselves and write up a little bit of something, and I feel like their intro should tell you a lot about them and why I'm also friends with them. So for Jackie of House Mox, she's first of her name, the explorer of galaxies far, far away, defender of stupid fat hobbits, lady of Crimson Peak, editor of Runway, queen of New Spain, and daughter of Gotham. And Matt is a convicted cinephile renowned for his severe fixations with Middle Earth, Disney, extraterrestrials, merfolk, the devil of Hell's Kitchen, nefarious foes, and all things that go bump in the night. This week, we're watching Mulan and the New Mutants. And while there are reviews of these in another episode, this was an interesting kind of in-depth look at the films in question. There are spoilers, uh, mostly for Mulan, but if you haven't seen the animated version of it, you know, I'm not sure what necessarily would have compelled you to watch the live action one. But just a heads up, we do talk about some of the changes that were made for the new version. And then for the New Mutants, well, I'll say there were sort of... it's. I don't think anyone has seen New Mutants, honestly, So, uh, except for maybe us and a couple other handful of super movie nerds. But um, it might get a little confusing if you haven't seen The New Mutants, but it's not necessarily one that we recommend you run out and see. So without further ado, here is We're Watching What? I want to give folks a picture of how we met, why we know each other. Okay. My first memory of you two is Comic-Con. Okay. I have an earlier I have an earlier one of you, I think. You do? Yeah. Well, I think so. My memory of this is people may know I'm a massive Tori Amos fan. And Jamie, my lovely sister, who you went to school with, she, Jackie Mox, and I went up to Oakland, the Fox Theater, to see Tori Amos. And she was playing there. And then we went to Jamie's friend's birthday right after at a little bar oh. restaurant. And it was Jude's birthday. And yeah. I think you were there. And then I think we obviously got closer through the years with Comic-Con stuff and we became con pals and all that good stuff. We've done D23 and all the goods. But um, that's, I think, my earliest memory of like having been like, oh, okay, I met this girl. I think. Because you were there, this right? Is like, terrible. Like, I don't remember this. I also it remember sounds on brand. But I think our most time we spent together was at Comic-Con. Yes. yes. For, yeah. for me, it was the year, it was, I think it was my second year, and it was the first time staying downtown, and you two rolled in, and were like, we need somewhere to change into these costumes. I was like, what do you mean, these costumes? And then you came out with these amazing, was it the Court of Owls costumes that year, right? Yes. yes. And I was yeah. just like, these are my people. Like, they have come to play. Was, <laughs> I think that was a 2013 or 2014. No, 2012. 2012. Yeah, that was a lot. I think it was 2012, yeah. Yeah. I think it was 2012. Well, and, then, and then I think you were one of the few people who joined us and like spending the night to get into Hall H. Um, yes. And then we did it many a time after. Yeah. A fellow <laughs> crazy. I mean, you, you meet another crazy and you just, yeah. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> the, hom the homeless of Hall H. I the know. Hall H homeless. Now I just feel bad using that phrase though. And I'm just like, we're the homeless. I know. We're the, we're the I know. How yeah, childless of Hall H. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but for, I mean, for context. But, but like, the comedy of it all is we're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars a night to have a hotel right there to not sleep in it. Yes. Literally three blocks away and we don't yeah. sleep in it. We sleep on the but ground. It, but it's nice to be able to go back at like 6 a.m. and take a shower or something and get fresh and like yeah. tag team in line. So it was worth right. it, but damn. Yeah, so if we ever get to go to Comic-Con again, we're just saying <laughs> definitely, definitely get a hotel downtown. Uh, despite the fact that you won't sleep there much, um, yeah. it is way more convenient than the out 
outlier one. Well, and Dana became our like instrument of just success here because you always, always would end up scoring a good hotel. And Jackie, we cannot, the lottery is not kind to us. No, it's not. Although <laughs> last year the lottery was not kind to me either. No, so, but, I think, but you I think had some we, good luck at first. It was. We wonderful. have to tell the story of the 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 hotel list of Hall H tonight because that is that's my one of my proudest Comic Con moments is like, so it was it was Star Wars was coming back Force Awakens. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we had already booked our hotel and our tickets and we were just like great. And then they announced that Star Wars was coming. Was it Friday night? Friday. We always planned to do Saturday, but then it was like, wait, Star Wars is on Friday. And then right. there was basically- Marvel Saturday. Yeah. Right. And so uh, how did you both? Because right. yeah, what are you gonna do? Because Star Wars was coming back and we are all huge Star Wars fans and we just had mm-hmm. to go. And so we decided we're going to we're getting in line. We knew we'd have to camp out because everyone was gonna camp out. People had gotten in line like Tuesday, starting Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. For a Friday Wednesday, panel. Yeah. 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 And we were just like, we weren't even in San Diego yet. Yeah. We we all <laughs> changed our flights. We changed our, like, you know, we couldn't get into another hotel room. And so we yeah. got in line because we we're like, we're sleeping outside no matter what. We don't need a hotel. Yeah. Slash, we don't yeah. get a hotel. We and literally then, didn't have one. We yeah. did not. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not saying I have regrets because I, I think I would probably do that again. But remember that we got in there and that panel. Because JJ wanted to keep it so tight-lipped, which I appreciate about him, but they only showed us I'm like a little behind-the-scenes video. Oh, <laughs> but like, oh, but we we did we did get did Lan Hong kissing. Yes. Yeah, we did get Lan Hong kissing, and I we did also get to go to like the outdoor concert thing they did, which is cool. which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And stormtroopers brought us there and stuff. It was, yeah, it was JJ cool, cleared but it was, out all of Hall H. Poor yeah. Kevin Smith's panel after, which yeah. is completely empty. I won't regret it because, yeah. like, we got Carrie Fisher no. on stage. Like, exactly. we, I, we, we yeah. were never going to get that again. And I do have a and photo we were of, them, so of close them kissing. Too. Yeah, and you and were so close. Is, <laughs> we were in the boonies. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I was really close. Rub it in, Jackie. Well, and the thing, and the thing is about it is like, you know that was it's like right now it's like yeah that's really cool such a good moment it's so cool being there and that comic-con's about those like big awesome moments but in the actual moment back then it was still kind of a big deal to be there to see the footage early now it doesn't matter so they post the trailer five minutes later anyway right and you know what I mean but like but back then like and I just remember being so sad I didn't get to see like an actual like because we had nothing but that teaser at the time that really short little teaser that was really cool well and they gave us the teaser at um celebrations so it wasn't even like exactly and then it made sense but yeah but it was but it's just I but I just remember like oh my god I want more but then yeah the concert was really cool and the stormtrooper thing was fun and yeah it was a good experience looking back it's it's less disappointing than it was in the moment I think oh I was I was amped in the moment also because I think it's like the fact that we out of all the you know tens of thousands of people people managed to get in right like that we our gamble paid off because if we hadn't gotten in and we had not had a hotel room and like all that you know yeah I don't know we also got attacked by a cockroach that night I'm pretty sure that was I think that was the night on the pavement because they were all over because they love Jackie so like there's a hotel experience (laughs) that we had and you were you were at that was that was celebration celebration but you weren't in our room when no, no, no. I only came for D23. Oh, D23 then. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, Anaheim, we were at the red line and that happened in that room. Oh, and God. then on the pavement, they came out at night. It was when we were so all late. <laughs> yeah. They come, they come for Jackie. They came, they come they came, for, yeah. they yeah. came for all she's of us the, that she's night. She's the slowest of us to get up, so they know. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They're, they're like, they're gonna, they're yeah. like oh. That's yeah. the weak link. We can yeah. get that. Yeah. So if you don't like cockroaches, you shouldn't do Hall H with Jackie. No. Correct. Or D23. Yeah. 
Yeah, or, yeah. or anything, really. Yes. <laughs> I really think that was celebration. Wasn't it celebration? No, because I guess she didn't go. I've right? never so been to celebration. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but what do you mean? been attacked by a cockroach. Maybe you weren't there then. I thought you were there. I don't that think she trip. was there. Yeah. 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 There's so many different trips, and then yeah, we're in different rooms yes. and stuff, and we see each other, and yeah. We have all these, uh, you know, we have banded together over the years at these mm -hmm. momentous nerd and movie moments. And survive like, We still survive, and we still will volunteer to do it like we willingly yes. do it and every year we swear let's never do this again and yes. then every year like you we know except anyway. for this year lottery rolls around it's like are you signed it yeah okay who's going what do you want to do yeah. well what if we do what about wondercon like it's yeah no. oh i bought tickets for wondercon this year even while pandemic was when i was like well maybe maybe they'll get it under control and then um and you know it's like 40 bucks do you, really do you remember at the but... beginning in march we all thought this would be way over by now and yeah, yeah. i remember that time that was yeah. fun it was a nice that. time we I remember that, a time even before March where I didn't think this kind of stuff was possible. But yeah, <laughs> that, science, that science was good enough. Yeah. Okay. This is this is such a cheesy segue, but one of my biggest fears was the Mulan theatrical like press screening was supposed to be the week after I the, I ran the LA Marathon this year, and I was like, oh, I might miss I missed like the the possible first screening weekend, and I was like, I can't miss this movie. I have I, to see this movie, and then. <laughs> nobody saw this movie for six months so i felt a little bit better in that i didn't get to see the press screening because nobody got to see the press screening right right right. no but fomo that, to have yeah. no fomo to have but that leads us yeah. to mulan, mulan which finally came out on streaming sure i would did. love to know your thoughts well, who first <laughs> yeah. whoever has thoughts on it <laughs> um well <laughs> there, there were things that i enjoyed i will say that there I were think, things that I was really. So these are glowing about. reviews. I can tell from these. <laughs> yeah, right. um, I, I, just to be I fair, we are, is this spoiler city? People have seen this movie. This is yes, this, yeah, and and of... to anybody who's listening who hasn't seen it by now, no, I'm sorry. Don't <laughs> yeah, Stop. but yeah, Stop the tape. Yeah. We're gonna talk, or just um, or listen, you know. <laughs> yeah, or listen because or you're, gonna, you're gonna be you know, fine. You're gonna be fine. You're debating yeah. spending the thirty. You know, what? you're you're an adult, so we're yeah. gonna let you make your own choices. Yeah, um, we believe in you, uh, or at least adult enough to download this onto a device. I, I will say that, like, I had good emotional moments with it. Like, I think it did hit some emotional beats for me, which I was surprised about, considering how much of it I didn't like. <laughs> so, to me, is like a fifty-fifty thing, where like half of it, it was like overly cheesy and not great and then half of it did kind of hit emotional beats for me and I don't know if it just sort of tapped into like some feminist rage or like what happened there I was like ugly crying at the end when she gets like oh. the the sword okay. um and yeah. like I was surprised that I got that right because like I feel like the movie didn't really earn that emotional I am beat. very surprised by that and reaction. somehow and somehow like I still did because I was like we were just oh. having very different times in these moments yeah and so if it it's it, it, it just feels very strange because I really feel like the movie didn't earn it and somehow I still have the emotional reaction. So I will say my journey with this movie, some of it shared with Jackie here, is a very interesting one because so back when all these Disney remakes keep happening and you know, I think a lot of people can agree that it's like, I don't expect a ton from these. I want to, I hope. And then it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, they always, none of them really seem to fully just be like, well, that was just the most incredible thing. I always had said, if you look at like 90s Disney movies, I always thought that Mulan and actually Hercules could make really cool live action films if done correctly. So this was one that I thought, okay, this could be like really, really awesome. And then the teaser I thought was really cool. 
and I was like, this looks good. And I like that it looked, I, I was devastated to hear, I love, a, I love a musical. So I was kind of sad the songs were gone. I was sad there's no Mushu or Cricky or that kind of stuff. And then Lee Shang's not in it. And then the villain's different, which again, I'm not an expert on the actual history of this kind of stuff. So for me, I'm not here to be like, oh, well, you have to have Shen Yu. Like, I don't know who the heck I was Shen like, not, you know gonna, what I mean? I want to clarify yeah, now. Shen exactly. Yu is not a character. The poem exactly. of Mulan is like, 30 right. couplets long or something like that totally, there's no right. villain mentioned exactly so that's my thing i'm like i'm not gonna be mad about that stuff i just like you know but i was like oh the changes oh okay cool but then when i saw the trailer and it looked really like real where a lot of these disney movies have this like really fake like weird i call it like a filter i don't know what it is where they just look like it's it just looks fake and i'm like this sucks but this looked really real and cool and i was like okay this could be really cool and then d23 we saw that footage and they showed us that scene of the spider at so the tea at the at the matchmaker and that thing looked so bad and i was a guy was covering my face i actually not because i was afraid of the spiders because i was embarrassed by how this looked and i thought well we all were like well it's got to be unfinished i mean that was a year ago you know like whatever and then watching <laughs> this movie i i'm really sorry to say that it, it was it was finished it was <laughs> it, finished that was it the looked, whole thing that that spider that sequence and i was like Maybe you're getting rid of Cricky and kind of like getting rid of, in my opinion, I thought, oh, you're getting rid of like the cutesy, like the fun that way, but then you're keeping these ridiculous scenarios, like these sequences, like it's almost like it was a nod to that sequence. Well, and like the same thing with the, oh, we're going to make a man out of you song, right? So they didn't do the song, but then they had all the people sit around and like make a mm -hmm. poem together. Yeah, and there were, there were definite lyrics from certain songs. Pick a lane, right? Like, yeah. either you want to do the musical, which I would have been, I missed the music really hardcore, like, in a way that I didn't expect. But, like, pick a lane, right? Like, either you're going to, like, lean into the cheesy Disney aspect of it and just, like, live your truth and just go for it, yeah. or you're going to make a realistic sort of, you know, I don't, we overuse the word gritty, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, a more realistic version of it but it, it couldn't pick a lane. Well, yeah, did, it's like, did this is real, notice? and then this doesn't feel real. But yeah, go ahead. It's rated PG-13, so it's not for kids, but it's also yeah. not for adults. Because so <laughs> you watched it, and, and I was always laughing, because, like, all the scenes, there was no blood anywhere. Like, yeah. they would just get, like, yeah. you know, massacred yeah. by these arrows, and there was no blood. And it was just kind of like, okay. And honestly, like, I really wanted to like the villain. I think this whole idea of this sort of like angry scorned woman who recognizes a younger version of herself and sort of, she is trying to help her, honestly. You know what I mean? And she's getting screwed over by men at the same time. So like, I totally. wanted to root for her. Like, I could have been really into that, you know? Yeah. But, but it somehow just dropped the ball. Like, it was just kind of like, I mean, there couldn't have been a villain that was like more up my alley in that way. You right. know what I mean? Like scorned woman who actually isn't being mean to her contemporary and is trying to show her the right way. Like I was like, could be really cool. But and also, I think we're ignoring the fact that it was also the iconic Lee Gong. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 the, and one of the for most me, if you're, wasted, yeah, like yeah. absolutely well, wasted talent. Because I was like, for me, if you're going to have, because I was, I had weird thoughts about that villain where I was kind of like, you know, I love a good villain. She's this really cool, you know, they think she's a sorceress or witch, that kind of thing the whole time. But the, she's really like cool and everything. But then I just kept thinking like, why, but what is, she, what is she hoping to achieve here? What is she, the whole time? And then I get, you know, I like where it went and stuff. But then it kind of made it so that then we're in this final sequence, this other villain who I actually don't remember his name in the movie, but the guy who was leading the- Oh, Bori Khan. Know, yeah, yeah, meeting yeah. the baddies here. He didn't really get to land at all as a villain for me because she took up all the space and then ended up not really being that. 
so then by the end of it, I was like, I get we want to fight off these, these, but I wanted like my big villain moment. You know, like I love yeah. that, the ending sequence there. And- well, because what I was hoping for was that like Mulan would actually buy into all of it, like yes. really hardcore, yeah. and that we would get like moments of Mulan. We always um, want it. We want Ray to, we right? want Ray like, to I mean, go with Kylo. We want, we want, mm-hmm. we always yes. want it. We want the, like we I want, want the, that like the duality, protagonist right? to see that antagonist mm-hmm. side more. And you know? but then I wanted her to get like actually screwed over by the villain, you know, in the end, yeah. because, because it was really about power or like whatever it was, right? Oh, I see. I see. You what you I mean, I would have paid for the, that story, right? Like that's the movie yeah. I wanted to watch at the end of the day. I was like, I think the biggest challenge is when you use something like Mulan as source material, like it's all about filial piety, right? It's all about honor and country and this and that. And oh my god. Also, if I heard the word honor one more time, I was or the mouth that said loyal, brave, and true. Oh, oh my god. god. I, I like, just, I get it. It's the song. We get I mean, it. Yeah. We thank you. <laughs> thank you. You Disney. know, you know we're all aware. Did, yeah. did we? Yeah, that song. Yeah, that, that, that did still come out, even though the movie hadn't. So we've heard that song. Yeah, we did. <laughs> like, we but did it, hear that like song. the source material is so about the patriarchy, yeah. basically, right? And then you introduce this character who is all about being suppressed and like you know repressed by that, and it's just like, yeah, I want her to. I just want those two to pair up, and I want that movie, and I want to see yeah. them like destroy all of China and like remake right. it in their image, you know. And yeah. and then by setting them up as like super powerful characters, that's the other thing is like this version has magic essentially, right? And like, it yeah. goes from being, anybody could theoretically be a Mulan, right? Anybody could just step in and by doing the right thing, you are the, the hero instead of, or the right thing is in quotes. And suddenly you have to be magical to do, you know, be the hero. Right. It's like, and this, this well, is going back to Star Wars. This is my yeah. other, oh, just yeah. kidding. It's the Ray storyline where it's, she's a Palpatine. I loved the idea before we knew that, that like Ray was just anybody, right? Like it could oh, be anybody. Oh, it was so much better. Yeah. Well, we, we yeah. could talk about that for years. It was more yeah. powerful. It was more powerful, <laughs> yeah. yeah. To that point, when you mentioned the magic and stuff, I liked the element of the whole Chi thing that they had introduced this movie. But, and this is actually kind of a question for you guys, because, you know, as someone, you know, as a, a white male living in society, and I strive to be the absolute definition of feminism and all that, and I, you know, don't claim to be the expert on it all, but you watch just even the Disney animated and you look at her Mulan and the whole, like you mentioned the man, I make a man out of you sequence, which is one of my favorite Disney songs. And that whole sequence is fun and, and everything. And um, you look at her kind of going there and just, you know, she could give up, she gets sent home and she's like, no, I'm going to stay here and prove I can do this. And she does it. And she figures it out. This movie, what I had, I kind of was like, she's got the chi and it was about, Donnie Yen, thank God he's in this movie too, by the way. I love Donnie, but him kind of like making her realize that she actually does have this power and this ability and she has to learn to harness it. And it kind of made me feel, yes, the chi was not just for women or for men or this or that, like anyone could, you know, like harness this power. But it made me feel as if she had to have the chi if she wanted to make it with all these men. So it made it like, seem like Mulan as a woman couldn't have made it with all these men if she didn't have the chief. I would agree with that, thinking about it from that lens. What's interesting to me, though, is for some reason, and I don't know why, maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention or whatever, but my my version of it was that everyone had chi, but that you It's actually, in all of us, they said. Right, that it's in all of us. And like, yes, you could define it more like the Jedi where you more metachlorians or whatever we're going there we're going there yep well it's about okay. learning to harness the power right but but, the ability to do it right you know? and so i guess my whole thing was the reason why she was so much better was because she wanted it more and that she was more um in tune with her like wants and needs and yeah. desires and that's why she was better at chi than everyone else it wasn't that like yeah. 
she had oh, she was ex- yeah she was like exceptional at harnessing it and everything and that was very clear but I just felt like if she couldn't have harnessed it because all the, a lot of these other guys that she was all the banter and all stuff they never seemed to harness it I never saw like yeah. we saw you know the emperor had it we you know gently another <laughs> but we saw the emperor have mm-hmm. it we saw that Donnie we saw you know people who had it and obviously the baddies and stuff but we didn't, the guys in, in the army that, you know, Mulan is up against. No, being kind I think of that like, was, um, I think that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Like I thought that, because I kept expecting her to make them better. You know what I mean? Like, like mm. teach them or whatever. And it didn't really work out that way. And I think Matt, to your point, yes, sort of Donnie Yen has she and like we see it, but, and as does um, Jet Li, but like, we don't see it in the same way that we see Gong Li use it, right? Like no, she is- no. They, they set it up to like only women are like these super magical, whatever. Like they're know. more powerful. They, right. they have the ability to, yeah. And so, and so you're right in that by setting it up and being like, oh, she's only theoretically like, you know, competing with the men because she's harnessing this stuff. I think it does take away from the idea in the animated version that she was keeping up with them just because she no was keeping what. up with them. Because, because her willpower, you know, desire, yeah. Um, yeah. dedication to it allowed her to and I think that to me says like women are more equal to men than like saying like oh they're better at this other thing you know that yeah and that's fully explained and and we know whatever and and the men aren't they don't need to have that to make it in this war but the women do and that's like I just I thought that was a little confused I will say though I loved the change in in the moment when she comes and she rides it and she's like my hair's down this is like I'm a woman and you who cares and no one actually really cared they actually cared that she lied to them more than they cared that she was a woman. And I Which, loved that. I know they I did, like the I beating over crazy. the head about the lying stuff. You know? I it's know. Like, that was a little much, but expulsion. I just liked that. <laughs> but I liked that it was kind of like, yes, if she showed up as a woman, she would have been turned away, I'm sure. But I like that the betrayal and the, and the you know, the original you have like the Lee Shang. And I say original, I'm always talking about the animated. And I know there's other, <laughs> you know, yeah. the stories more original than that. But when you have the animated, you've got Lee Shang and stuff, and they are like so betrayed that yes she lied but also it's like oh my god the shame and she's put she should be killed and all this stuff which you know I I liked that they kind of changed that a little and was a little more kind of like it's just about the betrayal of the lie but like we get why you did it but like they still respected her as a human and it was kind of like I liked that scene I didn't love though how I know she has the chi and stuff and she's you know it makes you great but just because you want to come out and be like I'm a woman you literally like take your armor off yes. and have it on your yes. hips. Yes, I was I like was this so is such strange. a bad I was like, idea. But, I was like but don't you still not want to get killed? Like, yeah. like you, know, you can still but, get shot with an arrow if you're a woman or a man or any other identifier. Like, yeah, that was well, like, it wait. wasn't like she took it, she kept her binder on, right? So yeah, and then she put like, it on her hips, and it just was like, okay, I guess the hips are protected. That's good. But uh, I mean, those are the birthing little, parts, so we got to protect yeah, those. Protect you know? those. <laughs> that might have been too much, but. But yeah, I thought, I thought it was funny. I was like, okay, you're just coming out here just totally bare. I thought she looked sick. Like, it looked really cool, and it, the outfit was great and stuff. But it was just kind of like, this is just to be like, look at my female form instead of like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like a, think how we want to be protected here. But it had moments like that where I was like, okay, I like that. I like that. And then other moments where I got to tell you that ending sequence um, on that construction site. Woof, I had to rewind and watch her kick that arrow again. And I was like, this, that did not work for me. No, mm. I mean, and I the, think a lot the of the VFX, yeah, yes, the a lot of the VFX did not work across. in this. And I was like, what are we doing here? Like this could have, because it, it's just, if it just didn't look so 
forward in those ways, it wouldn't be so distracting. You know what I mean? Because there we can get we can get through some cheesy stuff and this and that and kind of still love something. You know, so it's yeah. like there were the compositing and the effects really had a had a rough that Phoenix whole everything. For me. The Phoenix. The whole it looked Phoenix. like a kite. Oh, yeah. the I'm saying, like, is that a kite? So bad. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. But it kept it showing like up too. I was like, it is yeah. And then there'd be shots of it just flying through a completely well, honestly, CGI it, world. I was like, oh. well, and it was so unnecessary. Like, it didn't actually end up having much of a function. So it was no. kind of well, like, how will we get the like symbolism the, otherwise? Of, you know, know, they have to show us a hundred times. <laughs> well, it was just very. I mean, this movie was one of those ones that I always hate this because they don't give the audience any level of intelligence. They have to beat yeah. us over the head with every single point they want to make and it's just always such a bummer that kind of goes back to who's it for because it's like yeah kids sometimes might need a little more heavy heavy handedness but if it's not for the kids then like can you just let us have some intelligence no apparently not you know we can't have any do we think it was worth the 29.99 i think in 2020 it was because it was really exciting to watch a brand new movie that i had kind of been looking forward to but i'm not sure if theaters had been open and all this whatever like i would never have paid 30 dollars to stream it over going to see it in the theater of course but of course you're going to pay a lot to go in the theater but i don't know i think if you're remotely interested in it i think you should just do it unless you can wait till i guess they said it's like december december yeah but if you're like mediocre on it then i would save the money i think yeah like i for me it was worth it but only because i crave new movies yeah um, it was, it was, it was exciting so I, yeah. watching something new was really exciting for me so i mean if you're that kind of movie person then yeah totally worth it but like if you're the type who only goes to see a couple movies a year or i don't know you i don't know why you'd be listening to this but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i do yeah. think that for me personally seeing a new film that yeah. I was excited about or wanted to see and wanted to know if I liked it yeah. or not was worth it. Not everyone's going to feel the same. Some people want to like something they spent that much money on, but I guess I don't actually. I was I entertained. Care. I wasn't yeah. like bored out of my mind, you know? Yeah, that's, that feels like a very low bar, but. <laughs> it did hit some emotional beats for me. Like, I don't know why I was so, you know, involved, but there we are. I think it's a, just an emotional like investment for us, especially because, so I, I talked about this previously, but like, I've really complicated feelings on Mulan just as, like, as an Asian woman, you know, it was like the only Disney princess who vaguely looks like me. And then I was like, but I don't want to be that one. You know, it's, it's just, there's so many expectations on it. And so seeing it, I was like, I don't want this to be bad, but then it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And so I'm like, I don't know how Those I feel. Often- those are often the worst because you can't, it's not bad enough to be like, hey, do you want to have some drinks and watch that? But right. it's not good enough to be like, oh, you want to watch that? It's just kind of yeah. mediocre. You kind of just get left in the middle where you're like, eh. And those are the most disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like often I find that. Well, because I just feel like there's so much of it that I could have reworked and made it into a better movie. Or just do what they did for like Lion King. Do a shot for shot if you had to. Yeah. That, that could have been a better approach. We'll never I thought know. performances were, were pretty strong for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I agree. I think that I also, the one other thing that I was like, they, they were definitely flirting with this, literally flirting. And I was like, please don't make it a romance. Please don't make it a romance. Please don't make it a romance. Okay, but that's another thing. They, I, 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 don't, I could be just totally like projecting here and that I didn't read this, but I swore when it was talking about how Lee Shang, the character, was not going to be really in the movie. I thought... I saw something where they were making this not a romance. This is not about that. And then they just totally did. And it's just as ambiguous as in the original where he's not, they're not necessarily together either at that end of that, you know? I think what they were saying when they said that is they were like, okay, well, Donnie Yen is assuming the role of the kind of commanding yeah. officer or whatever. And so the age gap is such that they're not making that, they're right? Because he's, he's her superior in the animated yeah. version. This one, the person who is maybe of interest is her peer. Yeah. 
you know and so that makes it's sense. like yeah and in it's the a animated, little less awkward kinda, if it's yeah. Donnie, yeah you know well and in the animated they close that gap because he is her superior but this is his first post because his father was the original the general and you know that so it's yeah. kind of like he's also young so it, like it makes yeah so donnie yen would have been awkward it is what it is and i don't think i don't know i'm i'm also sad that we won't know how it did in the box office, right? Because it's like, this is sets a, sets a precedent for so many other potential yeah. Disney movies and female-led and all this other stuff. When so. you talk about, you talk about the, you know, we're talking about the minorities and stuff too, and like the representation, how important that is. And it's like, I'm such a theater kid that I'm like, I really, even if I hated it more than I did, I really wanted this to have a theatrical release. Well, because the thing is, is like, we remember like how powerful it was watching Black Panther in theaters you just know seeing the representation that just, we just seen seeing that the representation and just um and the people you know the black people who were there watching it and seeing their reaction and seeing you know that energy and that feel is incredible i mean i, I think for like way. wonder woman you know wonder me, woman, it was like yes, absolutely huge yeah like all the women i knew like you know when she stands up and you know and, and goes across no man's land i think if you're not sobbing in that you're not even a human it's like it's just so and the studio wanted to cut that and i know he was like no we're doing this because you know that's what's so important about having a woman director is that, that like, was a Mulan moment I think part of the reason why we didn't get it is because it wasn't in theaters like I do think some of yeah. them would have hit a little bit better without the distractions you know I miss having a, yeah. a room where I can't look at my phone right um you know what I mean like I can't reach for something else without being extremely yeah. rude I will actually really quickly I will give this movie credit this is the first mo- I've watched a lot of movies in quarantine and this is one of the few ones where I didn't find myself being like let me check my phone let me do whatever and I think part of it's because I was just so nervous about yeah, you know, yeah. are they gonna mess it up but I I yeah. did find myself even on a small screen paying attention well and I will say you you going in with the weight that this was going to have for you and the, all the different kinds of the complicated you know emotions going into it for you not to hate it says something about it. I know you, you but know, I just like, I wish I loved it right you know like oh totally but like sometimes like I find when I wish I was gonna love something my expectations are so much for something. I need this to be something like it cannot please me. Right. And then I come out of it and I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, of course I, it I want, did. Want, of course it came. I want those hours back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. We're going to take a super quick break to hear a word from a sponsor and we'll be right back. Speaking yeah. of wanting hours back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about New Mutants. <laughs> let's. Because... I want to hear, hear your thoughts. <laughs> what the heck? Like, I don't. I don't know, man. That I movie. Can't, I don't. Matt, you went to a theater for this. Please explain why, how, was it worth it? You went not just went to a theater. I'm sorry. You went to a theater very far away from you. We should should rephrase that. Yes. So here's the thing. I am, this is the longest stretch. So I went, I even went to see The Hunt and Emma and stuff like the last week before theaters closed because I'm I'm that person. Because I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Went and saw these movies. I wanted to see Emma. I didn't care about The Hunt, but I actually liked it. But whatever. I went to these movies. I am like this from March to now is the longest stretch I've, been probably since a preteen without seeing a movie in the theater. I go wow. that much and I go down here at least one time a week and I average a couple of times a week. Sometimes. Like I, I, I will watch things over and over and over. I will watch, I, I love theater so much. When I heard theaters were kind of, AMC finally was starting to reopen around places that of course California was out. I just was like looking one time and I was like, you know, let me just see like where would be the closest theater and what I found is near Las Vegas. And I thought, well, you know, from, I mean, obviously from the Bay, that's a lot more of an undertaking than it is from here. But I, <laughs> but it was like, you know, it still was a good four and a half hour. You know, I was like, okay. And I just decided, I was, you know, I'm going to plan a little, a little overnight situation about it. I'm going to go and just get like a suite off the strip and like in paradise technically. And like, 
at a Hilton and just kind of like maybe lounge by the pool a little bit, just like lay out by the sun if it's not crowded and then um, yeah, go on a hike maybe and go to this movie. And I um, I very much enjoyed my weekend and I will say much probably to the soccer people, I actually quite liked this movie. I'm what? not kidding. I yeah. need you to explain. Yeah. Why? I, what What was redeeming about it for you? I, I wonder if say, it's one of those ones where if I saw it in theaters, I might like it better than I did. But well, I have to say that <laughs> part of it, part of it, it, this is a it's a weird one for me because you know we've been waiting for this for so long and it kept getting delayed. I mean, I that original teaser I still think is so good, and I remember like seeing that on Logan in twenty seventeen and being like, I can't wait for this movie. And then when it kind of got started, it wasn't really revealed in the original teaser. Maybe it was, but then it kind of started becoming apparent that they're doing the Demon Bear saga, which. You know, I haven't read a ton of New Mutants, but I, I mean, as a, I think I was a kid, I read, of course read the Demon Bear saga. So it was like, that was kind of cool. And seeing these characters and stuff. And it's like, aside from like Magma and a couple others who've come in and out, they use like the original mutants from it. So I will say I am nerding out over the comic aspect of it that, you know, I try to separate like, but is it a good film? Okay, I think the film does have problems, of course. I'm not crazy. But I enjoyed myself. And I, I tell you, I, it was it was dark. I was really entertained. I was emotional because I was in a movie theater. I was really excited to be there. So there's that as well. <laughs> you know, I was like, That's I was what like, I feel like. I feel like if I had I've my been Coke IC in, in hand. Because I'm, I'm similar, right? I haven't, I mean, this is the longest stretch I've ever been without going to a movie in a movie theater. So, but do we think that was like a big factor in it, right? It's just the fact that, that you. That, I think that was a factor, but I will tell you, I want to watch it again. What? Yeah, I don't know. So here's the thing. I came out of that and the first thought I had I liked that it was darker. I think there were some moments that like really made me roll my eyes. I'm a huge horror fan. So like, I liked the fact that it was going for it. While it wasn't a scary film, it was going for that really like dark, tense, kind of like just angsty vibe the whole time. I loved the smallness of the cast and the claustrophobia of being in this place. And I really thought it was like, that felt to me like The Breakfast Club meets like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Obviously, both better films, but it felt that kind of like <laughs> with with X Men infused. Like it just felt like this. I felt for the kids. I really did, and I thought for the most part, some of the acting was questionable, some of the writing was questionable, the dialogue. But then I felt some of the acting was quite strong. I thought that actually, um, Blue, the girl who played Danny Moonstar, I thought was pretty strong, and I, I also liked that it was like this like Native American. They really leaned into the fact that she's this Native American lead and all this. And I hope she has a blooming career coming after this. I liked that, and I liked how Demon Bear was like. It, it played in on the whole idea that like it's like the inner demons that can hurt you more than like even external demons where we we watch these x-men movies we think about the mess of the x-men saga that fox has been involved with and some of them are like the highest highs and some are the lowest, lowest lows, lows. Of, my yep. of my life <laughs> lowest lows of my life and i'm not sure this is the highest or the lowest this is just somewhere in the middle for me and this is like i love that they played with what the treatment they gave Rogue back in the first one. She was essentially these new mutants, like where it was like they all are there because they've all accidentally killed somebody with their powers. They don't know how to harness all of them, all these things. And they're trying to be like treated, but really they're being groomed. And you realize Essex, Nathaniel Essex, the name we see in there, but like that's Mr. Sinister. So they were setting up this bigger villain arc. And, you know, we see that they're grooming to go into the facility where X-23 and Logan came from. So it was this thing where I just like liked that we were getting this really stripped down, just character study of a story about this crazy place and what's going on. And they're all struggling with their inner demons and the danger that they're facing is all from this new girl who doesn't even realize that that's her power is kill. It's like trying to kill them all. I thought the way they adapted what the powers were in the comics and made them make, I don't know if it's more sense, but made them like kind of like fit in the narrative they were telling of this darker story i thought like fit remarkably well so from like this nerdy kid aspect i see where josh boone was coming from and i think i like 
like it for what it is. Thank you. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, so you, you like, it just sounds like you like the potential of the movie more than yeah, yeah, but like I did the actual enjoy the, film. But I enjoyed which, the film, you know. Yeah, which, of course, like, I think I love, I mean, I, I love the idea of the movie a lot. But I also think that, like, the interesting point you made about comparing it to the other X-Men movies we've gotten from Fox. <laughs> and it's true. It definitely is not as low. And I mean, some it of those is experiences. Not it is not apocalypse. Dark Phoenix it's Last not. Man. Oh, to God, Dark Phoenix. You know, mm. things that I I hope to forget. So yeah, in in that in in that way, it's definitely. It's rather unremarkable. There is that. Yeah. It's not a bit. You know. So, I mean, I'm curious, Dan. I want to hear. Yeah. It, I, like, I want So, Jackie, are you familiar with the comic storyline that it's based on? No. Okay, because I didn't know, I don't know anything about New Mutants, right? Like, I, you know, I'm familiar with X-Men. I have, like, some, like, extended knowledge of it, but not in anywhere near Matt, obviously you, or, you know, Jackie, I think your comic knowledge also well exceeds mine, but I didn't know any of the things you just said to me. Like, yeah. I was just like, who the, who's, it, oh, Mr. Sinister, that's a name I've heard, but I didn't realize that. And so, yeah. you anything to thread those needles for me right eventually right. finally we get the idea that like they say professor xavier basically yeah i was like oh we're finally saying the words okay great thank you this yeah, suddenly yeah. makes a little bit more sense but i feel like they expected it to anybody coming in to see this to have a base level of knowledge that was not i don't think it's a fair expectation of, i'll agree with that yeah yeah like it's made by a niche one especially yeah. Well, because yeah, the thing is, is like I hadn't actually read those comics, but I was familiar enough with them that I wasn't lost. And so maybe nope, I got I had sense. nothing, zero yeah. zilch. I was just it's, like, it's literally made by a fanboy for fanboys, and it was just or girls or you know just a fan. It's where it's like it's literally that, yeah. And that that's why it's so hard for me to like if I looked at it just as a movie with no knowledge of anything, I don't. It's hard for me to say because I am probably filling gaps in my mind too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I know, and these characters were really. I thought pretty decently close representation of their characters as far as, I mean, not always the look, of course, some of them, of course, there was a little bit of, there's, I know there's complaints about it, but you know, and I, and I actually do agree with them, but like Henry Zaga, I thought he was good in it, but um, he plays Sunspot and it's like he in the comics historically is much more like a darker skinned Brazilian guy. And even sometimes sports a little bit of a fro and things like that. It's much more, and Cecilia Reyes too, who's usually a good guy, but she's, you know, the doctor here, she's usually, a lot darker skinned as well and portrayed that way in the comics and then and they look more kind of like if you will whitewashed even though they are brazilian and you know yeah. <laughs> but they, they could do better there but i will say as far as like the representation of who these characters are with like their powers and the different kinds of stuff i thought they pretty they did really well and magic as i've always loved iliana so magic the character she's so cool and i just thought like the, the way they showed her power and the limbo and the stuff and then i'm sorry the fact that we got lockheed i was i like i yelped out in the theater Lucky, the little, little the little dragon guy. Yeah, so for I little, was so for you, excited about Lucky. I, mean, I didn't know at all. I was like, yeah. okay, it's a cool. There's a dragon. When she, like, when she had him as a puppet, I was I was like, oh, cute. Okay, I like this real life representation of like, okay, he's not real. But then totally. the fact that in this version she created him in her in her limbo from where she was going from the abuse in her life, I thought was so cool. Instead of having a demon, because you know in the comics she goes to limbo, but a demon traps her there, and it's like. Lockheed no, is actually. I don't know. Usually, That's the point. I no, don't I know. know, right? I know. <laughs> but um, but Lockheed actually is Kitty Pride's um little alien monster thing that hangs with her and and some. So he has been known pet. to, he has been known to go with magic at times. But it seemed clear in this Fox chapter of X Men with Ellen Page, Kitty Pride, that we were never going to get Lockheed there. I don't think no. they're really setting anything up there. So as a total nerd, I was just like a little like, oh, we got Lockheed. <laughs> like you know, I, I just, was he's pretty so, excited he was just so about cute. it. 
and I had no idea that was coming. Like I knew, I could guess in the movie, but I had not seen him in a trailer or anything. So I just, there were moments like that that got me really like excited. But I, I get, I totally see where you're coming from though. And I, and I think I do, like I said, I think I fill in some gaps and stuff and I, I love the idea and where it's coming from. But I'm curious on a second watch how I feel because I do actually want to watch it again. I really, I'm, I'm very curious <laughs> too. I mean, it actually yeah. like, I don't want, movies to be bad right like I, oh, i've totally. never wanted a movie to fail or succeed so when never. i when i hear that it did resonate with somebody who was very much the intended audience like that that's good but yeah. i think in, for in terms of a wider perspective like it was a complete nut failure yeah no and that's and that's a good point to make like i said because yeah i mean if it's these movies and these, these superhero movies and all these movies that are based on material it's so important for them to craft a story that, you know, anyone, Jane Doe coming off the street who literally just got here and is from another planet, doesn't know anything about it, could, you know, understand the language, should be able to understand what's going on in the story. And like, and see relevances to things in this and that. Yeah. And if that doesn't land, then you're not doing your job. Not everyone's gonna like it, but you have to be able to follow and kind of see. I mean, it's funny though, because it is one of the things I struggle with, with like, there was a, a period of time, you know, and it was like Marvel origin story after origin story after origin story. And at a certain point, I was getting a little tired of it because I was like, yeah. okay, well, we get how many more origin stories can we yeah. really palette? Well, and then they were, they're all they the same. Them. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think it was, they were picking characters who are all very similar. And then yeah. when you have a movie where all of these characters come from very different backgrounds and then are brought together yeah. in this way, apparently, like, and then you don't tell me why their different yeah. backgrounds are different. And I'm yeah. like, what do you, what do you want from me? Yeah, and that's what's funny is you do need more. Whereas, like one of the things that came out, I was like, God, I love that that just did not spoon feed you. Like you didn't even hear. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even. They didn't even say what their what their mutant names were. No. Like you know what I mean. Like so, like Ileana, Ileana the whole time, and they make the little the little quippy remark of like, oh, but it's magic. And she goes, so am I. It's like okay, it was a little eye roll moment, but you know, like you don't even know that like Rain, you know, Maisie Williams is is Wolfsbane. Like you know, she's a wolf and stuff, but like it's like they don't say their names because they were so stripped down to where they were not like x-men or anything yet. yeah so they were like we don't have identities that we're going by like that and i liked that about it i will say too it's something that's kind of fun is again you wouldn't know this about the comics but with rain and danny and their their romance that came out of it which i thought was really cool that was the one thing i, I was loved like, that. on board with yeah i loved that and i loved that it was like no apologies about it and it was just kind of like it just it was what it was and we haven't had a, blo a blooming lgbtq romance in a superhero marvel movie at all yet like a full-on like this is yeah and they've actually washed that part of certain characters away that they don't right. talk about in Deadpool and different, you know, like Hoy and things like that, where in the comments historically actually exactly. and they're not, they're kind of washing over it in the movie so far. So I like that they weren't trying to placate anybody. They were just like, we're just gonna do this. And in the comics, I remember they they're not in love, but they when she turns into a wolf, Danny and her have like a psychic connection. So they often fight together. Yeah. And so I thought it was kind of neat that instead of doing that they took it and just made it like this other kind of connection they had. So they kept like really cool threads from these comics, if you know them, they kept them and like put them out in different ways that just kind of modernized it a little bit in a way. I really liked the romance. I was into it. Yeah, yeah that, I was fully supportive of that. I think, I don't know, there were just so many challenges with this one and I, I understand why it just kind of has been left to squander, yeah. you know? It's just like, I know, I'm sure there are a ton of legal complications and like that's why it had to come out quote only in theaters and sure, all this yeah. stuff but it just makes me sad that like this is the end of that chapter of x-men you know i know yeah i will say though i don't know that i felt better about dark phoenix being the end because that was originally not, they were never planning on but with dark, game, but with dark phoenix i was like okay at least it's done <laughs> yeah. like we acknowledge yeah, yeah, why yeah. this is done <laughs> we understand <laughs> right, <laughs> this needs to be over <laughs> do they 
But do we feel that they know that? I don't know. I don't know they that know they that. know, but we we are able to. I think they know that it has to. One, I think yeah. they can't afford those actors anymore, and they're like, we have to do this with new casts, which is yeah. fine. But this this I was like, this is just somewhere in this weird limbo. Eh. Yeah. Um, oh, look at you. Yeah. See, yeah. But but you <laughs> yeah. know that it that it just like. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I thought it was terrible, but uh, you yeah. know that I didn't. I feel like it could have been better, and I could I could see where marketing and contracts and like studios had stepped in and I was just like oh I, I don't think this it. wanted to be an X-Men movie right like I think it yeah. it did but it didn't and like trying to trying to have it be in this same sort of I mean even the way they were marketing it in the beginning like back in whatever it was 2017 was like it's a new type of whatever yeah. and I, I wish they'd kind of been more willing to let it be way That's, more different in a good yeah. way and given them more freedom as opposed to being like you can you could feel a heavy hand in it well, and it made a lot more sense following Logan up because of the established tone that Logan set up. Yeah. And so the fact that they were supposed to come right after Logan. I wish this had had an R rating. Sense. Like this did not. Oh, it, I do too. It suffered yeah. from not it needed, an R rating. Well, see, that's the thing is it needed an R rating. And like, it's just like you said, though, they needed to just be bold and just let it be what it is instead of trying to force it into another place, you know? Yeah, I think it I just think. felt like it felt like you know executives made this into something else. Like I could not have imagined either James McAvoy or you know Patrick Stewart, Professor X, rolling into this universe. You know, even yeah. with the Logan one, I was like, this is not; these do not mesh it's together. Different. Yeah, they're different. It, it's and that's a big problem with those X movies in general is whether they're good or bad, they don't all necessarily fit all together. So it, it's you know, it, and the 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 just the timeline issues and just the characters that just decide to pop up we can have angel and last stand and we're going to have him again later and it's a totally different guy same name same no, no, just, even look away, this, just look away shut yeah. up. Look even this, yeah he's got wings even this like sunspot the character you know he was in uh days of future past and i'm like <laughs> Wait. and it was like different actor different everything but i was like they both <laughs> so so it, it doesn't make any sense timeline wise like they just they just gave up on that at all and it's interesting because it's like with the amount of mutants that are out there, just use another. No one knows who these ones are anyway. You know? yeah. But I would have rather he was in this movie than in um, Days of Future Past just because he is an original like new mutant member in this storyline, whereas he didn't have to be in Days of Future with anybody. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> How would you two like to see X-Men integrated into the existing Marvel Universe since now the rights have reverted game on? Do you want like Logan? You know, Do we want Wolverine again? Because obviously canonically Avengers, Wolverine is such a huge part of that. Or do we want more like new mutant style like unheard of i like i like the darker tone and i like i don't know i, I kind of i i like i want storm leading the team because she does for so many years and she's such a horribly represented character in these movies like sorry to say i i, I do appreciate the actresses and stuff but like she just is not done justice in these X-Men films at all and She's so much better than that. And I would love for her to be leading the team. Like Professor X is there, but she's leading the X-Men, you know? And I would love for her to get introduced in the Black Panther way, honestly, even as a queen of Wakanda, like she becomes. And I would almost love to kind of come at it from that angle. I don't know where you bring in Magneto and X. I want, I want like, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, Aaron Taylor, I want them to have been, I want them to be Magneto's children. Because one thing I love about Ultron, which I know a lot of people talk about the movie, one thing I do love about it is when you hear about their origin, they talk about the bombs coming in and blew a hole in the ground and then a grenade or a bomb came down and it just didn't go off for some reason, but their parents died. And I was like, well, Magneto stopped it, clearly. For dad. He stopped it, saved the wow. children and fled to protect them. He fled. So I was like, you could do it. You could, yeah. he could be their parents. 
It's like you literally I, could introduce that, you know. I guess I'm pretty excited about the TV show, the Wanda TV show. I'm hoping that that sort of opens us up into House of M, which is that House of, of M would favorite. be I think that would be sick. Yeah. Was yeah. really one of my favorite stories, and I think would be a really good way to like integrate mutants back into yeah. um, Marvel U because you know we sort of start from scratch. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we can move forward and tell different stories because you know I love Professor X and I love Magneto and I like I love all that, but there's so many stories in that universe that we just really haven't explored at all. And so yeah. it's similar it's in the way that, right. It's similar in the way of like Batman, how I feel right now, where it's like, we've told this story a lot, actually. I um, and I want us to with, forward. Yeah. More than we've needed. <laughs> more than we've ever wanted. Yeah. And, and so yeah. I kind of feel the same way about like, you know, as much as like, Yes, Magneto and Xavier are sort of a core of a lot of mutant stories. They're not the only ones. Yeah. So they were both done so well that it's like yeah. I'm having a hard time seeing. You know, like, we just like, don't just need it anymore, especially when there's yeah. just so many stories and so many mutants and just so many places we could go. You know, I think we do House of M, and then we sort of move forward into into new places. I mean, House um, of M is also like a very clever way to like. This is just from a business perspective. These are very expensive actors. Like at a certain yeah. point, these contracts are going to run out. You cannot afford, like, you know, we, we spoil a huge spoiler alert for those who, the one person who didn't see Endgame, you know, but like, yeah, yeah. you know, Robert Downey Jr. is basically done, right? Sevens is done. Like you're going to start running out of these recognizable characters and House of M is a way to just recast, right? Yeah. Be like, this is <laughs> much like, this is Angel, that's Angel. Like this is, you know, that House yeah. of M is like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is whoever now, like that's Thor now. Yeah. Just. Just, and just well, to that's allow how we do it to that, make sense, though. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and that's how we do it, and that's why like it's actually exciting to see, you know, especially Marvel that they're they're making the Avengers a whole different cast because yeah. you know what, it is really interesting that Captain Marvel led the Avengers for so long, and then we can kind of get new characters in, right? It doesn't have yeah. to be the the core four that we spent so much time with. We can build up a different story again, like they had. That's that's how comics have been around for so long, right? They're constantly retelling sort of the same story and and letting oh, different yeah. characters take the front and and other and different writers the give their treatment on it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm ready. I'm ready for yeah. new new characters, new stories. I'm just the thinking about Batman just, though. I'm just like, oh, that's the like complete opposite for me. Where I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I know. Well, Matt and I, I have know. a good theory about this Batman that I will not go well, through, and I will. Yeah. Well, please, please, let's right. let's it's transition into predictions. And I, I thought of this immediately when Robert Pattinson was cast, and I was like hoping, and, uh, and, and again, he's going to be a vampire a, secretly. Oh, yeah, no, wow. this is more of a wish that won't come true. But I really, because he's just like younger and smaller, and they're kind of going with this like younger vibe. And I was like, what if he was Dick Grayson? And we're staying in that same universe and Bruce is now either dead or he's just gone pretending to be right. dead. And then this trailer know. was talking about how the Batman lies, Batman lies. Yeah. And what does he, what do you do after he dies? He still lies. And it's like, mm. oh my God, please let him be dead. It would be yeah, so amazing. I just don't amazing. think it will be, but I would I love it. it and the be. thing is, the reason I want that also is because like, and Jack agrees here, I really actually adore Batman comics. I adore Gotham. I adore the villains. I do not, I much less than adore Bruce Wayne. I do not like Bruce Wayne. I think he's annoying, whiny. I, I get losing your parents is tough, but all he does is cry about it all the time. And it's just like, I'm really well, over and it. And he's and I like a dick, dick to everyone. Like, yeah. well, well, it's so funny because Dick Grayson's an amazing character. Batman yeah. is a bitter old man who, What not just that. Like, Batman is not a superhero. Batman is a rich dude. Yes, I know he's a superhero, exactly. but like, he's just a rich white dude with a yeah. lot of money. Like, so much money. With, and it's with just a lot like, of money and like, 
Yeah. It's like my favorite characters in Gotham. You know, I love all the Batgirls. I love all the Robins. And like, we well, never. He's got the best done... villain roster. He does. You he know, does. Like, and, yeah, and the thing just... is, just, but like, we haven't explored any of the other like heroes yeah. in Gotham yeah. except for Batman. And it's just. Are you saying that Alicia Silverstone is Batgirl in talent? Yes. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yes, I am. 100% saying that, I guess. 100% right. what I was saying. Like, I'm also, I will say, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, you can never recast because that was the greatest, <laughs> weirdest. Like, I love all the Batman villains, like, pre Nolan. Yeah. I think those are some of my favorite. Like, they're super, super like, Well, obviously, Queen Michelle Pfeiffer is, is coming as the most iconic villain casting of all. Or just like Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Oh, she's so great. Yeah. Bad and, and her big, like, the brutish, the big, like, brute bane falling around. Yeah. Stuff. Like, oh my God. Or like, or like Danny DeVito Penguin. Like, you can't you can't oh, beat that you can't, you can't you i am can't. i'm here for colin colin to show me how amazing he's gonna be because i think colin's great but yeah diane devito is the penguin like i know this just... has gone around the internet though but i thought that was um richard kind like it looked like so richard completely kind. i didn't think it was i thought it was anyone but colin Farrell. yeah and then i know yeah, like, no, oh, i did not i don't you i does look like richard kind though and it's incredible but yeah we'll see but I, I I'm a I actually am a big Robert Pattinson fan as an actor. I really do like this guy, and I think like his I think the movie looks decent. It's and I'm looking forward enough to like okay I'll watch it. And I you know Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. I'm excited for Catwoman again, even though we've had her a thousand times. But we just don't need these anymore. No, <laughs> like we don't. Like we just don't. There's just so many good stories in Gotham. That's just so frustrating to me. It's, it's like with Spider-Man, give us, give us Miles, give yep. us, you know. Oh, thank you know, God they just, did if you're gonna Spider-verse, tell, you know. I know, but so I wish it was part of the MCU. You know, it's I like, let's too. give us, like, Queen. new versions. If you're gonna keep telling these same heroes, give yep. us these, like, new Still? versions. And, um, you know, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And obviously, we just saw that, uh, you know, was it Olivia was just cast as someone in the Spider-Verse. Yeah, so I mean, she could be. I think it's Spider-Woman. I think it's probably Spider-Woman. I think, they announced, didn't they announce, like, a Silk? show i feel like silk is oh, did they? a live action marvel series in the works at sony pictures television for silk okay cool Ooh. yeah that's interesting yeah, maybe it's her before we wrap up as we're talking about the future of marvel and mcu stuff um r.i.p chavik bozeman of course and still really shaken up about that yeah um what do we think about obviously we don't know they've talked about would they recast him this and that and they're obviously black Panther too or is this i don't know if they're already planning this or not but or is this the time for shuri to take up the mantle that we want her to I mean, that was my immediate reaction, and I didn't want to talk about it. Me too. I thought she was going to. Yeah. Well, I just don't think like. I thought Endgame we were going to get her. Honestly, I really. Did. Oh really? I didn't. I, I really didn't did. at all. But like you know, given the yeah. situation, it's just like it's so sad, and I've never seen. I, I mean, I've seen things impact people on such like a level, right? But like yeah, this, this was is, just yeah. universally like shocking. Yeah. I think it spoke oh, yeah. to how, why representation is so important. Why like yeah. you know this is so true, but like why a film like Mulan could have been maybe a title like moment like a black panther and to like yeah, to right. kind of be robbed of that is like oh man it um, should have been and that's the thing right. that's what's sad but yeah it really should have been but my thoughts my thoughts after i was like well this could be a really cool moment you know like personal chadwick boseman as a human aside you know we there is yeah. the character this character represents so much a cool way to extend the legacy and the importance of this impact is to have it be a woman right is to yeah. have it be shuri and it makes sense just yeah. plot wise like there's totally a way to do it i hoped i I thought and hoped for an endgame because at the end of Infinity where we do see um, Okoye and we do see, you know, T'Challa going with the snap, they didn't show Shuri disappearing. And so I was like, okay, maybe Shuri is here still and she's kind of like gotten scrappy in Wakanda and she's taken up the, the Black Panther. I mean, she's the one who's making all the suits. They made her into the Tony Stark of Wakanda. So it's like, 
it, it could have just been really cool and we didn't get it and i was like well maybe it'll be in black panther 2 and then now you know again rip it's so sad but it's it's like maybe they will like you're saying go that next step and really take us there you know that would be interesting i think they have to do something i don't think that the world will accept a recasting really yeah i think that in order to sort of honor the legacy in the way that would be as fulfilling as we all want it to be is to sort of just move the mantle to someone else instead of none of us want to see someone else as black panther emotionally i think it's like going back to thinking of the batman parallel for a second you couldn't recast heath ledger in the same you know not in the same not in the same universe right yeah so i think no that version of the Joker, you couldn't do with somebody else. It wouldn't make any, you just, there's certain things like that where I don't want to see a rehash of Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman even. Like these other ones are not her. It's just a different Catwoman. So I'm like, okay, cool. Even though it's the same name. There's that kind of thing where that's existed. But the MCU has been so good about we, we, we like the thread going through and it being a big overarching thing. And DC has been really bad at that. So it's been this thing where because there is the continuity, it, we have had our little recasts, things like that, War Machine, stuff like that, where we've had people be recast within it. But um, it, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but a never a headliner, character. I think, is yeah. right. Yeah. When it's a headliner like that, you're like, ooh. So it, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, it's it, it reminds me sort of of when um, Carrie Fisher died, right? We were all kind of curious on what was going to happen in the movies. Mm-hmm. And because you can't, you can't recast Princess Leia. Like you can't, no. you yeah. couldn't do that, right? And everyone no. knew that. But um, you can make her into a weird hologram, apparently. <laughs> like, you can. You can. You can. Sure can. Doesn't mean you should, but yeah. you can. We, we did. <laughs> you can. Yeah. We did do that. Look at um, great power. Yeah. But I, <laughs> but I do think I think this is a similar situation where I just feel like they can't ever recast it. I just don't think yeah. emotionally people will ever be. On I'm board curious. That, so. I'm curious to know what kind of footage they have of him because have they start they started shooting the second at this point, haven't they, or are they not? I, I might be. Think, I'm not. I don't think so. I might be crazy. And COVID changed everything too. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't. Really I don't think they had. I think there's. Maybe it's back to the writers' room. Yeah. Just sad. Interesting. Speaking of, did you guys watch the new Wonder Woman trailer? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. also supposed to come out in theaters, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't. Uh, I don't think it will, yeah. and that makes me so sad. That's that's a film no, where I'm like, please don't. I I don't want um DC and I'm like sorry. WB to make do the same thing that they did to Mulan. Like I'm like, this can't come out in home. Yeah. Like. No. You know, it, no, it needs to be in theaters. I'm like, so nervous about this movie, you guys. I'm so nervous. No, I'm trying to trust Patty like really hard. I'm, I'm trying so just, hard. This this Chris Pine to be thing honest, this me. whole Chris Pine thing is yep. just so bad, and I just can't figure out why you would do it. And it just why well, in the latest trailer where they're actually like flying this plane together and stuff and everything, and he's doing it starts to get to the point. I literally thought because Maxwell Lord is going to be the big bad here. I literally thought he was a figment of Diana's imagination and Maxwell was putting him there. But now we're seeing him actually doing things. So we'll see. But like, once you do that and they are actually contributing and doing things and you're flying a, you need a pilot and a co-pilot and you're sitting in this thing, you have to have another body there to fly this thing. I'm like, you can't explain that him not being there. It's like, so I'm just curious where I'm like, uh, okay, so you're doing this stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, I, was I thought that he figment. was a figment also. And then, yeah. Yeah. I I hope he is though. Like even if it's yeah. you know even if they show it's actually her like talking to an empty cockpit like yeah she's saying a print she can fly it just, it'll be fine. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Like if anyone could do it, I, but I can hand wave that. It's not a big deal. How are you gonna explain this? How are we? Also, can we talk about know. Cheetah for a second? She came right out of cats. Yeah, but it was. Just, but, you know, I'm it's, so. It's, I just, I'm excited about Cheetah though because I'm just such happy a good they're going. Villain. I'm happy they're going there. Is the thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, but just like. 
the CG villains in Warner Brothers and like DC yeah. movies just drive me bonkers. And it's like the same level of CG in Mulan. It's the same level. I'm like, I miss physical, real world props, real world know, costumes. Yeah. Like, you know, I was just rewatching the Lord of the Rings and like, and it's just like all the things like when Ian McKellen like hits his head on the, you know, Hobbit sets, right? Yeah. Because they made it so small so that he would look so big. You don't get those moments when you don't have real sets. Yeah. Yep. You know, so, but so, like reality when they're like actually interacting, it it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not the same. No. But that's and, the thing. Like we see like the trailer for the Snyder Cut and I'm watching, I'm like, oh my God, reminded that this whole thing is just a big mesh of colors on a green screen. It just doesn't, nothing looks real. No, it's, right. I just, nothing. I don't care about the Snyder Cut at all. Like, no, neither. I'm glad for people, oh, they God, can enjoy I'm, it, but. You I'm know. not even happy for people. It's such a bullshit thing to have to make us all do and go through. <laughs> at least, at least the Snyder Cut is coming to the comfort of your home, though, right? Like, at least you yeah, don't have to go through like a four-hour movie in theaters. Because I, I like how we're talking like we have to do it. Too. I know, but, but that's true. <laughs> we're but we do. It. We have to. Well, do you it. know I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. it's like it just feels like a bullshit thing. You're gonna but we're really like mad know. that we're being forced to watch. How this dare thing. they it's force like... us to watch these things that we would have watched anyway? That's what I feel. I feel if it didn't exist, you wouldn't have to watch it that's true yeah because <laughs> yeah. now i'm gonna have to sit down and watch that stupid movie again it's just I mean, a, it's just the perfect example of just how toxic fan bases toxic fan bases are it's like i mean i'm sorry but like before this all happened with justice league weren't the, the fan people hating Zack snyder because that member superman sucked and and all these things and it was like and now all of a sudden it's like okay now we have this guy come in and he's finishing the film and oh we hated it but oh well zach scott has to be better because it's zach snyder i'm like wait but why you hated why? that member superman People i'm a very, massive very watchman short guy. memories yes i'm a massive watchman guy and i will i will fight to the death about watchman and i will tell you i think zach snyder did a fabulous job in that movie i really do but i overall i mean i'm sorry what he's done in the dc universe since then with superman these, these were not or Man of Steel, these were not like passion projects of his and they chose, they're not great. They're just, I don't know. And I just like, now we're just pretending he's this godsend who's gonna come back and save the movie that was bad. And I'm no, like- I, I think the greatest thing DC could do, and this is gonna be an unpopular opinion, is like just remove Zack Snyder from their entire creative process at this point. Yes. Like just trust I, other I people there. We'll, we'll wrap things up. Is there anything that's good that you wanna recommend that people watch, that you've been watching and keeping yourself occupied or read or listen to? Yeah, I'm trying to think like, what if I- I mean, I, uh, to keep it superhero themes, I haven't done it yet, but for season two, but I, I really love season one of The Boys on Amazon Prime. I really enjoyed it. And I have not watched the first three of season two yet, but I cannot wait. Like, I'm really excited. And I'm, I'm hearing good things. So I, I, I want to say I recommend season two, but I don't know yet. <laughs> but um, I haven't watched like The Boys yet, actually. I tried oh, to watch should, it. I love it. And I watched, and I like randomly started like the fourth episode or something. This is a problem Jackie has. She doesn't understand where seasons start. She did. She did this with um, with a party down as well. Party down. Oh my god, party, party down. down! I love party down. Is she amazing. watched. She watched episode four first and just didn't understand anything. <laughs> And I was like, well, there's not much of a plot, but, but um, <laughs> it might be good to start at the beginning of it. First, the first episode, but yeah. Yeah. right into the middle, you're, you're bound to be confused. You know, I do whatever I want. Um, and then it's very confusing. Yeah. Just uh, it's always serve you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm enjoying Star Trek's Lower Deck on CBS, 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 All Access. I'm enjoying that. Oh my gosh. The Harley Quinn cartoon um on dc all access which i think it's on hbo max now yeah is fantastic so you should watch that immediately i really liked love 
was it Love Simon or what's the new one called? Oh, Love Victor. On Love Hulu. Victor. I thought, oh, yeah. on yeah. Hulu. I thought that was really that was good. good. Enjoyed that quite a bit. As far as like movies go, I've watched some random ones, but you know, a lot of the ones that are like, oh, you I know, really like Invisible I Man. I loved Invisible Man. Yeah, I was so I got to see that. I did not watch Invisible Man. <laughs> I actually I thought that was gonna be the worst film of all time, and I went to IMAX to see it shortly before quarantine, thinking like, oh. Got to see these movies, and um, I loved it so much, and I bought it actually. <laughs> it's like it was just really intense. I was like, I was shocked. I was like, this looks like I thought it looked terrible. Um, well, I hate Elizabeth that Moths is just so incredible in everything. Yeah, she is. She's she's definitely paving her way in like in in the horror space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, still season four got pushed, unfortunately, but you know, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I oh well, come out. I mean, it hasn't come out yet, but most important thing that we get to look forward to is the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, that oh yeah, we got a release date October, yeah. right? Oh we oh, and the haunt, the haunt haunting of Bly Manor. Is that what it is? <gasps> yes, haunting of Bly Manor. October also. I'm yeah, definitely you, you two can watch that. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll invite you. Yeah. No, um, but both of, both of those will start October. Be in October. Mandalorian. So I'm kind of like the last episode of the Mandalorian. I really liked a lot. So I love that episode. That yeah. Going on. Then I'm gonna be happy, but I I'm excited it. to see a trailer. I want to know where we're gonna be going. You know, like I, to kind of see what the vibe is like. Part of me wants to watch all of Clone Wars before I do it, but then that's. I, I started know. watching Clone Wars in the quarantine and just could not keep track because yeah, it's the way lot. it's it's listed also is just drives me nuts. Because much like actually, I ended up watching like whatever episode one listed on Disney Plus was, and that's not actually the first episode you're supposed to watch. And I was like, why is this not in the correct order? That's a whole. No, it's a whole situation. Like, it's really complicated. But it's on, on StarWars.com. There's a canonical order. I'm like, why can't you just, why just can't do it you, like that? Let yeah. me reorder it, please. Well, I actually Googled it to figure out, like, why the hell did they do this? And I guess originally Clone Wars was meant to be just an anthology. And uh, so they did a bunch of stuff. And then it became so popular, like, oh, we'll make it a TV show. So they sort of retroactively filled in all the gaps. It's complicated. But How about you? Anything good you would say? Oh, okay. So, so I talked I talk about movies on the other reviews. But um, I've been watching been lot, lots of cult stuff. The Vow on HBO. It's about Nexium, the basically sex trafficking mm-hmm. tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. There's a bunch of people because Ali Mack was in it. But there's also there's a bunch of characters from like... Um, not characters, they're actors, but the people like from Battlestar Galactica get sucked up into this cult. Like, okay. you know, K- Kristen Kirk from Smallville <laughs> was in it for okay. a while. Like, it's just, it's fascinating. Okay, yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I love a good, I, I have a flair for the macabre over here, so I love a, a good dark. Yeah, it's you know. it's definitely getting dark. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, good stuff continues to come out as this year completes. I, I'm worried to see what happens since probably sections were halted so long that yeah. I hope we don't just have a bunch of stuff get like rushed to get finished type of stuff that we're going to get in the early early 20s and that kind of thing where they're like ah, I guess we'll just have to wrap this up and finish it since we didn't get to <laughs> complete production that we wanted to or something you know well um, I guess this is we're going to get or we're going to run out of new material but yeah, now we're like, like risk getting COVID like on Jurassic World but they're like just kidding oh yeah oh yeah no or even Batman they just shut down because Robert got COVID oh, yeah, so it's like right. it's like that kind of thing where it's like you know I, I, it's not that I think they all should be moving forward and just la 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 but it's like a thing where i'm like oh this stuff is gonna suffer which again covid people being alive is more important but as a total selfish nerd i'm like sad about the dry spell we're gonna be going into it's so sad it's already been so long since we got new stuff because they're all just waiting to release everything which okay yeah but then now we're not even gonna get new tv soon yeah 
they're not gonna have anything left. I know. Well, now is the time for animation. Like that's really what's gonna. It's, and I think like so Spider Verse is, you know, a great example of how that yeah. could scratch the itch for. Yeah. You know, not just. But yeah, they're. I mean, my sister, you know, Anna, they're working full time. So that's you know, and they're that is popping very stuff true. out. Yep. So. We need we need we need Jamie more than anyone these days. Yeah, like, we do. Yeah. Who knew Jamie was gonna save us all? <laughs> I <longer. know. laughs> all right. Well, thank you too. Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Huge thank you to Matt and Jackie for joining us. You can find them both on Twitter and Instagram. Jackie is Foxy Miss Moxie, and Matt is Cool Nazgul, and I'm the DHK. And we hope that you join us again for another one of these episodes.